0: June 24th, 2017. Today we unveiled the tribute sign to my dad by the Funcation, his last project. Howie has been working on this since last August, going through two different vendors and then having to insist that a section of granite that broke be recreated for the sign. It's a beautiful memorial, and Dad would have just hated all the fuss, but it was touching to see such a large crowd of people, friends, and volunteers come to pay their respects. Chuck managed to hold it together to share some insights about our father. He had to stop several places along the way as emotion overflowed, but he was surprisingly in control for the most part. Trundy videotaped it, and I've asked her to send me the file. Chuck started out by saying that people would remember Dad for his smile, if they were ever lucky enough to talk with him long enough to see it. They would remember him for his work ethic, his love of family, and his love of God. I guess he said that for mom and the preacher, Collie Caldwell and his wife, who were there because they had donated to the sign. Chuck went on to say that dad was a runner. After his heart attack and the damage done to his leg, when the surgeons removed some of the veins to use around his heart, dad could only shuffle along. In the 20 years he'd worked here, I'd only experienced him moving fast once. Chuck told of his time that he saw dad run. I never knew it until today but when Chuck first came to work here he was using the bobcat tractor to pull out invasive species trees called Brazilian peppers. Emboldened by the power of the bobcat, Chuck was taking larger and larger bites into the trees and pulling them out by the roots. He did that right up to the point where he flipped the bobcat over and was face down in the dirt. Not wanting to set the whole thing on fire because he wasn't sure he'd be able to escape the rollover cage, Chuck turned off the key. The sudden silence caused dad to look up and see his son upside down in the deathly quiet bobcat. Chuck said that dad ran across the field like he had never seen him run. He outran Scott Holler who was 20 years younger. Turns out Chuck was fine. Chuck went on to talk about how every time a family member needed dad to help them alongside the road with a broken down vehicle, or to help them with a repair, or to help financially, dad was always running into the rescue. Jamie and I had just been talking about the fact that we have no one to call anymore. We didn't realize how much we relied on him to fix everything, even when his body was so close to wearing out thinking of dad running reminded me of the only time in my adult life that i experienced him running twice when i was a kid he ran as i had run-ins with a coral snake when i was about six and a water moccasin when i was about nine on this night we were both leaving the sanctuary via easy street after dark if i had to guess i'd say it was around 2005 to 2007 Because my life was being threatened by then pretty regularly by the breeders and dealers who were angry about the sea change they attributed to me. Dad left first, made his turn off the dirt road to the right, and then the U-turn at the light. I was approaching Citrus Park Drive when I saw a kitten dart across Easy Street. I parked, hopped out, ran to the side of the road, and then leapt for the kitten. No sooner had I grabbed the kitten, a hand yanked me off my feet and out of the bush. I held on to the kitten for dear life, knowing that she would end up in traffic and be killed if I let go. My thoughts were more on the kitten's plight than wondering what gorilla had just jerked me off my feet. Dad, the kitten, and I were all pretty stunned as we came face to face. Apparently, after he had made the U-turn across four lanes of traffic, he'd slowed down to see my car stop. He pulled off the road to see why. When he saw me lurch into the brush, he thought someone had grabbed me. In the time it took me to leap into the bushes and nab the kitten, he'd run across four lanes of traffic down Easy Street and managed to have a grip on me like an iron vice. Back to the unveiling today. Chuck called me up to help him lift the cover off and we hugged for a long time as I cried. Jamie had pulled back away from the crowd because she didn't want people hugging her. Howie tried to lighten the mood by telling his stories about the first time that he met dad and how dad had rolled his eyes when I introduced Howie. He didn't know that that was just a tick dad had and it wasn't meant as an insult. Howie said he thought to himself that dad was going to be a hard nut to crack. Howie's other story was about the rake named John. Dad liked to work alone. I'd hired several people over the years to work with him and he just hated it. John was only good for holding up wire so when John left dad would hold up cage panels he was working on with two rakes both named John. Howie had come by with a tour one day and thought he'd show dad some attention which was the last thing that dad ever wanted. Howie said this is Vern and taking one of the rakes and pulling it loose from the wire to hold it up said and this is John. Of course the wall fell on Howie and dad's head at that time because John had been holding up the wall. Howie said teasingly to me and Chuck afterward that Fern did not come running to help me. I went over to hug Jamie anyway. She never hugs back. Maybe she hates it, but I felt like I'd be a bad mom if I didn't try to comfort her. I think from her perspective, I've always been a lousy mom. I believe her marriage is in trouble. She's not telling me anything, and I don't think she'd want me to ask. I certainly have no applicable advice to give in that arena. Howie and I have a great marriage, but it's only because he's so easy to be with. The RV has been gone for a week, as well as Justin's truck. I think Jamie lied last Thursday at family dinner when she said he was working late. He didn't come to Dad's memorial today either. Instead, she came with Victor. they have been spending a lot of time together since the end of April. He's been like a brother to her all these years. If you're enjoying my diary, please like, share, and subscribe. You can find other ways to connect to me over at bigcatrescue.org forward slash carol.baskin.